So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to For F1's Sake. If you're expecting some fun and laughs with Jack Nichols, then you probably should go back to the first part of the episode because we had alcohol then. We've run out now, so this is the second half of the podcast. <laughs> it's very tap water. <laughs> Okay, so at the end of August, there was the Belgian Grand Prix. What happened? Hamilton won. Yes, Vettel came second. It was pretty close. Force India's crashed into each other. Oh, Again. yes. Twice. Twice. For the third time of the year, I think. That was getting messy. Mm. But, yeah. you know, they but were... awesome. They were in fourth, happily. You know, there was no chance. They have done very well. They've done suspiciously well, haven't they? Suspiciously? <laughs> Considering <laughs> that everything happened? about them is quite suspicious, particularly at the top. It doesn't make any sense. Well, they've just they got two good drivers. Yeah. That's you look at all the other... No, but you look at all... That's not Williams, enough. two good drivers? No. <laughs> Renault, two good drivers? Uh, they had one for a half the second half of the season. No, 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 they have got you, two good drivers. You know drivers. what I mean? Yeah, they have got two good drivers now. Now, 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 now. But for the, for the course of the season... No, one. There's a fact... Oh. Facts. Oh, do you have a claxon for facts? We, we, we have a fact. We have a fact. Sound effects that Matt hasn't used for months. He's going to be so happy. Just one of Ocon or Perez's points would have secured them fourth in the championship. That is bloody just impressive. Just Ocon or just Perez. Oh, really? Both individually scored more than Williams. Can you imagine what that would happen impressive. if they hadn't crashed mm. into each other repeatedly? Yeah. Wow. Could have won. They're astonishing. I, I love I love Force India. Or oh, what they're going to be called next year. F F1 Force. in Force. F F1S. Imagine if they turned up as oh F F1S. <laughs> I would be so happy. Because <laughs> yeah. that no, hashtag That hashtag has been languishing. Force Formula <laughs> 1 squad. <laughs> I heard the Force came from from Bernie and that he'd always wanted to get a team to be named Force and when VJ Mali came and go oh, I want it to be called India but that sounds a bit weird but because Force is Formula 1 race car engineering oh is it well that's I don't know if that's officially fa- what it but, that's, but that was it yeah. September Mummy McLaren and Daddy Honda finally stopped fighting and announced their divorce Vettel plows into everyone in Singapore Hamilton leads the championship and Joyless Palmer gets his marching orders which, as per usual, makes him go slower. Driver of the year. <laughs> Driver of the year. I feel we should ask, do you feel sorry for him? So, I don't think that Jolien is the greatest racing driver of all time. I'm not. <laughs> but he is not the four seconds a lap off the pace that he was at various points. This year. And I'm not saying, he's, you know, He's not the speed that he actually drove at, is what you're saying. I think he, you can't win GP2 by being as bad as he perhaps appeared to be. Monza, tell us about Monza. Hamilton won and took the championship lead for the first time in the season. Ooh. And he won quite easily. Unbelievably so. 
Because after Spa, as you said, it was really close. So you think it's going to be close in Monza? Well, you think 30, Fer- 36 Fer- seconds, I think. Ferrari were on a roll. Effort. Ferrari were mm. going to Monza, where you'd thought they must have engineered something in the car. They must have engineered the Monza special for the home fans, for and the Tifosi. But Hamilton won. However, Bottas drove extremely well. He did. He? And he got second after coming through the field from sixth. Mm-hmm. Going after the rainy the qualifying session where Stroll was great. Stroll was third great. occasion of yeah. the season. I think, I think uh, we're done with Stroll now. <laughs> we care about that, I don't think. I don't know how, but Stroll is a funny one because he's he's a, he's a an obvious laughing stock with all his money. <laughs> and then he comes in every now and again. He's not shit. And yeah. somehow that's impressive. Like, would you say that Stroll is a better driver than Palmer? Oh, definitely. Yes. Oh. Considering how shitty the Williams has been this year, and considering the fact that he's had at least one reasonable result, yes, I would say so. Mm. If you look at how Massa did, and then you look at you look at Hulkenberg and Sainz and what they've done with the Renault, I would say yes. But were we expecting much from him? I thought he would get better as the season went on. I think that's the thing. He started rubbish. He's been a bit flashy. Got the a bit all right, yeah. and then just went rubbish again. So what about next season? Well, next season, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter does. if he sucks. No, but it doesn't because he'll still get the seat because he, he has a bajillion but dollars. Money aside, do you, how do you think he'll do next season? It depends who he's up against, and we don't know, and we won't know until. I mean, it's going to be Sorokin, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. oh, it's just so uninspiring for Williams. We'll probably get onto this in December. Singapore. Singapore. What happened? Singapore. Everything happened in Singapore. Vettel. Turning fuck point up. of the season. Fettel fucked it up. Ferrari fucked it up. Fettel took everybody out. Mm-hmm. Hamilton, having had, if I recall, not a particularly brilliant qualifying session, well, no, cause it was took supposed an easy to be, win. It was supposed to be Hamilton wasn't going to do very well. He was going to finish behind the Ferraris, probably behind the Red Bulls, so what, fifth at best. And then didn't he screw up qualifying as well? So it was, it was actually going to be it was going to be I a think he challenge. Started fifth, yeah. yeah, it was going to be a challenge to get to fifth. And then suddenly, second corner, he's in the lead of the race, and yeah. that is not expected. Yeah, Vettel fucked it. You can't up. win at the first corner, but you can lose. Oh, that's a good. You should to you finish should first. Pretty sure he's first. You have to finish. Whoa. My wow. name is Murray Walker. <laughs> no. well, should, um, I mean, there was some there's some listeners' thoughts on this. Is yes, I mean, firstly, more importantly, Palmer finished More important sixth. than the list. That was his best ever result. Best ever. Oh, yeah. He overtook yeah. Nick, um, Valtteri Bottas at the restart. He did. Yeah. He did. Oh, that was, was, that was, that was a tear annoying. in my eye. A tear in my eye. This that was, was the point annoying. where Palmer's season turned around. And you, you just get the feeling that, hey, I think everything's going to be okay. <laughs> he just had an unfortunate beginning. But as a Palmer hater, you know, I'm <laughs> going to put my hand up here and say, when he does something good, it was kind of annoying. Because you know they're going, look... I've, I've crafted a narrative around you being shit and you've just done something you've that nailed your shit. colours to the yeah. mast and how are you going to deal with Verstappen over the next three wow. years I, that's be I am fine with Verstappen because I know he is going to lose it and everyone's going to be like he's not going to he's not, he's not as good as they said he was and that's what's going to happen and I'll be there victorious everyone's going to say oh he's as good as Terry said he was yeah everyone's going to be like Terry you were right we should have listened to you what a guy Wow, Terry, you're amazing. That's Speaking of amazing, what should we hear what the listeners have to say? A- amazing Phil McWilliam said, <laughs> the Ferrari and Red Bull sandwich with a dash of Alonso sauce at the start of the Singapore Grand Prix was the defining moment of the season. Yes, sandwich it was. metaphor there. Yeah, absolutely true. It was the point where you thought, yep, they fucked it up. If anything, if that was a sandwich, it was a Coronation Hamilton. <laughs> that was awful. I could be on the one show. Move on before people think about that. (laughs) 
Simon Uden said, Singapore, where three former world champions and the F1's brightest star all took each other out in the first corner. An absolute joy to see. It's why we watch it. Yep. It's a tricky one because it's like watching race by race. You don't want things to kind of fuck up. You want to see what happens. And yet at the same time, when something fucks up, that's amazing. It was yeah. brilliant. And you don't want it to fuck up every race, but oh, when it fucks up, it's, it's fun. If it never fucked up, it would be boring. Yep. You know. And often, mm. it's boring. <laughs> the problem was the next two races. That's what ruined it. Well, that was great. That we haven't got, got to those yet. Yeah. No, I know, but this, I'm sort of yeah. ploughing ahead Building. and saying, Building. oh, this is, this is stay tuned Shut up, to see what's going to happen next. This is what happens when you get a professional in. <laughs> add some colour to the story. We just report what's on our Google Doc. So in other news, Toro Rosso announced that Gasly will replace Kvyat in Malaysia. True. That's 2016 FF1S Driver of the Year, Danny Kvyat. Yeah. Well, that's a lot to live up to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every time Kvyat gets sacked, Verstappen wins the next no, race. No, that's just a myth. There's no way that will happen again. Totally true. <laughs> this is why I still believe Red Bull should keep him on some kind of retainer. And then just fire. He does him on every a other race. <laughs> yeah, just, just not even racing. Just like you know, just making tea or something. Reserve like, oh, driver. Sorry, sorry, Daniel. You, we're, we, we don't need you tomorrow. Make, Bang. Could Verstappen you make wins. a cabbage broth? Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. No. But um, Gasly, can we talk about Gasly? Because he looks French. Like a Disney he's bird. He looks like a, a Disney bird. Look, I think he. I think he's an animated Disney bird. I don't think he's a real person. <laughs> You've presumably met him. Yeah. Was he Did he tweet real? around your hair? Uh he was he was Yeah, he was uh he was real. I've literally got no idea how to answer that. He a does. Disney bird. He I does. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Show me right, show right, me right, right. Let's get a Disney. We're all crowding imagine, around. Imagine imagine Snow White. Yeah, yeah, but no no, I know what Pierre Gasly <laughs> looks like. Bird. But show me a, D- a Disney bird. Right. Oh, I'm I just Googling Disney bird. <laughs> no, I don't know no... what's going to come up here. Right. Yeah. There's that one that Rowan Atkinson played in The Lion King. Yeah, that's a Disney bird. Look at that. No, no, look at that. that, that, that okay, so I'm looking there. at like a blue bird. Okay, I mean, he, I mean, he's got a face. I mean, that's <laughs> a, that's about as far as I can join in with that. Well, if you haven't googled him, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not worth <laughs> doing. Yeah, Gasly. <laughs> and then Brendan Hartley looks like a Disney prince. Oh, he with his does. hair, with his locks. Yeah. Wait. So the two of them... We haven't got to that. At the moment, at this point in the oh, season, sorry, we have the no moment, idea who Brendan Hartley there, is. Who looks like a unless, you've, unless you're one of the seven people that follow the WEC, you have no idea who Brendan Hartley is. So are we doing it... So, sorry, I am realise I'm asking this in, like, September. But are we doing it as if we're in that month, then? Yeah. You're asking no, this I'm as not. if we're not. I'm not. Because you're saying we don't know who Brendan Hartley is. Who? I mean, like, I'm as not. if we haven't actually seen the full season. No spoilers. <laughs> who won the championship? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't like, tell me. <laughs> We all know. Everyone listening to this knows that Hamilton won. They haven't. What? They haven't. God damn it! Yeah. Every other podcast. <laughs> if you start telling us about the future of Han Solo, I'm going to be very annoyed. October. Hey. Christ, there's a lot of months, and it is turning out writing season reviews intros are really hard. So here is October. So, oh god, there were like 28 Malaysia. races. Malaysia. Malaysia. Let's start, let's start at the beginning through. with Malaysia. What happened? Well, Stappen won. Wow. By a long who would have way. thought it? Because we got. Binned. Yeah, Vettel was fourth. I mean, started at the back, drove well, someone, but still fourth. For someone who thinks Verstappen's overrated, there was something about that win that was kind of quite Schumacherish. It was just like he's taken it, he's won it, he's in the lead, yeah. he's and not he won it, it very well as well. Yeah, he's not letting right. it go. 
once everything's gone his way, he won it easily. Well done. But I would counter. We could all do that. <laughs> <laughs> everything's going your way. It's fucking easy, isn't it? You know, bloody hell. Are we not going to talk about Vettel crashing into Stroll on the slowdown lap? That was amazing. Mm. Come on. That was brilliant. All right, then. And then Vettel was like, what? I didn't do anything. Even though subsequent weird, though. replay showed him basically driving into him. It was very weird. The whole thing was it was a very strange thing. Was it not a strange? He's got a very, I think Vettel's weakness is his lack of awareness of what's that. You think back to him and Weber crashing in yeah. Turkey. That was sort of his fault. Yeah, okay, they both, but he didn't need to be so close. Same in Singapore. Also, yeah, yeah. way back, him crashing into the back of him when he was at Toro Rosso. Behind the safety car. Yeah, fighting kids. Didn't need, exactly. to, didn't need to swerve across in Singapore. What's the point? Yeah. But you end up crashing. You know everybody's you picking need... up picking up tire marbles. Exactly. You don't do you need to swerve across. Do you think in... it's a problem? Maybe a mental I, he does lo- He does lose his rag. Turns out he's blind in one eye. <laughs> <laughs> he's been hiding it this well, Like Helmut time. Marco. <gasps> Didn't no. Helmut Marco oh discover... God. Oh, my word. Is it like a stick? Is it actually Helmut Marco puts the helmet on? No, it's like an initiation going. thing. If Helmut Marco picks you for greatness, he blinds you in one eye. <laughs> That's worse. Helmut Marco voted for Gordon Brown. That's too much. Is that too... Uh, There's certain levels of taste on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My God, they're low. Japan. So, Hamilton won. Yeah. Vettel had engine problems. What else happened? That was the Spark end of that. Spark plugs. Spark plugs. Mm. Yeah. That was Spark the end of that. Gate. That was Ferrari once again throwing it away if they hadn't already. Yeah. Which they that was had. the final. Yeah, that was the final nail, wasn't it? Was it was the final spark plug in the coffin. Very good. <laughs> I mean, come on. Spark plugs. Surely. I know. It's nuts. And they're only made. They're made by NGK, which is like. 30 miles up the road in Nagoya. So you could have And you can bet that all their executives were at the race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. That's, it's just, um, like, yeah. just unbelievable. And, and of course, it was uh, the 2017 FF1S sports driver, personality of the year, Julian Palmer's final race. Oh, damn. How did he do? Don't look at me. I no, can't remember. No, uh, <laughs> Austin! Austin! What happened? New driver. New driver on the scene, Who? never before seen in Formula One. Didn't want to do it, then totally fucking well, up. He, and he never it. got that far before. Brendan Hartley. He did test, didn't he? Did test. I think he tested, but he, he was a sucked. young driver he that wasn't good enough. He fucked it up with his hair. His long. He thought he'd get somewhere because of his long hair. He thought, I've got very good James hair. I mean, in fairness, ten years later, he was proved right. So who's he, laughing now? I mean, he didn't really... Now he's in a Toro Rosso. He's he got that Honda power next year. He hasn't scored a point. And he's looking pretty pleased with himself. You know, he's got a pretty car. He's WEC... Was he the champion? He's, a WEC, he's the WECI Races WECI, champion. WECI champion. WECI Races. He won the WECI Races. <laughs> yeah. And now he's not scored a point in Formula yep. 1. Shared a, car with, um, shared a car with Muttley. But how's his hair? His hair Strong. is delightful. Strong hair game. Before all this happened, uh, Sainz was in a different car. Sainz that's, that's a Renault! Yeah. The, and if the there's one thing to make Palmer look bad, it was science doing quite well. Having never driven that car before. Yeah. <laughs> jumping in it and doing really well in it. Especially knowing that Palmer left like lots of drawing pins in the seat <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, fucked Drew it up. Drew a big penis on the screen. Unscrewed something <laughs> and kind of went, you know, I'm not going to have that guy doing better than me. And he finished what? Second? I can't remember. Did Ray But well. Hamilton won. Yeah. Just yep. to sort of, I mean, he almost won the title, but didn't quite. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, there was um, Verstappen with his last gasp overtake of Raikkonen, and everyone's like, "Wow!" That and then, good. then the stewards got involved. Yeah, that was uh, that was annoying, wasn't it? Everyone was furious that he flagrantly broke the rules. You covered that very well. 
I mean, we I were listened ra- to that thinking for an hour. I actually, I literally <laughs> thought you were going to be idiots about it. How but, dare um, you? But, <laughs> but, but uh, you were spot. I was great. I don't remember what we said or what happened. It was correct. <laughs> it was bang on. It was bang on. It was bang on. You can go back and really listen to that episode. Okay, back to titles. Yeah, Mexico. Hamilton. Hamilton won the title. Yeah. It's very exciting. Even, even though he finishing wasn't a glorious ninth. Yeah. Oh. It was kind of all right. Well, though, it was Fettel's fault again. Fettel yeah. basically was, was a metaphor for Ferrari's entire season at the start <laughs> of that race, where he just bounced off everybody mm. and sent him and Hamilton to the pack. But then Hamilton finished ninth, won his title. Got to park his car in the stadium. Did some donuts. But they did do a thing where they had a special place in like the part Ferme weird bit saying champion, which was new. You know, they, they he didn't he wasn't well, on the, the whole part Ferme thing was weird because they just drove into the stadium, wasn't and it? And who someone interviewed them and it didn't go well. It was Was, Coulthard, was, it, it? was it DC? Yeah. yeah, he didn't do. It was embarrassing. It was because I don't think Hamilton, Hamilton sort care. of realised he was on the telly or something. Yeah, it was he was just like, odd. yeah, no, I'm happy. See in a bit. Let's once again revisit the guy that tried to chase Hamilton down and fell over. Which was just <laughs> yes. brilliant. November 2017 kind of drifts to an end and everyone has a nap, noticeably Lewis Hamilton, both in racing and in keeping tabs on what his accountants are doing. But then there's a new logo. Yes. Jack, you're a, you're a successful man. Have you been on a private jet? I What's that got uh, to do with that? Have you, were you not following the Paradise Papers? Oh, right. I can promise you... I have paid VAT on every private jet I've ever bought. We'll, <laughs> we'll be checking that. The okay. crash in Brazil in qualifying was weird, though. <laughs> he just didn't do he just, shit. He just, nice, he just sort of done. went, oh, let's qualify. Oh. I mean, I, why, did, I mean, he's probably still hungover from the I celebrations. Did, but yeah. I did find something quite actually impressive with how Hamilton went shit at the end of the year because it kind of makes you go, it really does take everything to be as good as he is. He's not just like naturally amazing. I mean, he is an amazing driver, but he has to work really hard to win the championship. Well, it's, it's not enough now. Yeah, so now when, when he doesn't try 100%, he's not winning races. So that does give us a clue of just how hard he's And it's working. not, in fairness, it's not like he had a shit week. I mean, he had a shit week. He had a shit start to the weekend with his crash and qualifying. But then he started from the pit lane and was he fourth, was he? Which uh, is you know. pretty blooming amazing. I mean, the, the race itself... Did pretty well. He did all right, didn't he? But it's, it's no. No, I nearly, he didn't do I well, nearly so gave Jack you Nichols. a fact. I nearly gave this really good fact I heard the other day, and then I heard it on this. So I was like, I heard, uh, I heard he'd never won a race since he became champion. And then I remembered that you said that yep. probably in, yeah, the, well, in it, the last podcast. It's true, so, yeah. because like no, it's true, two of the seasons he only won on the last race of the season. Yeah, so, true. Yeah. So it makes sense. But um, yeah, I mean, why? I mean, I wouldn't give a shit if I'd already won the title. Abu Dhabi, the most boring race ever. It but was. the facilities. Oh. And the best thing, it's just lo- 24 degrees. It's lovely. Just that perfect. <laughs> it's oh. warm. It's sunny, but it's not like oh my god, I'm gonna die. It's just it beautiful. And you kind of you get to the point where like you don't need good racing. Have yeah, absolutely. Especially up, as the do. sun's setting yeah. in the desert. And the season's over, and nobody cares. The are lights you being, come on. Are you being paid by Abu Dhabi for this? Because I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> if I was being paid by Abu Dhabi, do you think I'd still be living here? I'm sure it's lovely, but it's shit race. No, it's no, terrible. It's true. Shit yeah. race. Yeah. I'm sure I heard this on another another podcast. What? I'm sh- apparently there are uh-huh. other podcasts. Somebody made the point that they literally carved Yas Island out of the sea. It's all reclaimed land. And they could have done anything with that track. And, you know, I'm sure we can put large amounts of blame at Herman Tilke's door, but 
why why did they make it like that? It's like the first two corners are fun, three corners, and then it's just. A hairpin, a long straight, and some right angles. I think that was our podcast. I'm fairly sure that was. <laughs> Have you got a podcast? Yeah. The Never pinnacle of Herman Tilger's career was Abu Dhabi. They said to him, "You can design everything: the track, the hotels, the temperature. It's all yours." The hotel's very nice. Exactly. Yeah. The Wi-Fi is nice. excellent. Everything's <laughs> nice apart from the fucking track. He left that last and went, "Oh, I'm not going to get this through the shopping mall in the hotel. Oh, I'll just do it with chicane. Fuck it. No one cares." We should mention that the one bit of drama was um, was Renault getting sixth in the championship. There was another bit of drama. Was there? Logo. Yes. Logo gate. Mm. Yes. I mean, we've done like an entire episode. Yeah, I this, think we're done with that. I think the logo's fine. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's I fine. Like, it. like I, and I, t- fine? I, totally, I totally agree with your point of how your logo is still the best logo with the wow 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 you know that was still the that best was logo. Great on a vhs that's slightly warped yep. and it's things like and i think it was a very the f1 l is cool you can't see the one but then you don't know what it is so it's stupid so yeah it was a sh- it's not the greatest logo in the world but then what but but it's what is? but it's but it's all about is being is it better though is it better than the last one yeah yes. because you can't turn the problem with the last one also i believe i look at to you here yep you Hi. can't turn it like digital you can't make it 3d or digital or put it on stuff because it's all about the invisible space and that doesn't sort of work if you and want to make spon- it because yeah. the big thing when they did the podium uh-huh. was the f1 thing and then it went ooh and twizzled didn't it didn't yeah. it twizzled around going all twizzly twizzly 3D whereas the old one couldn't even go 3D and if yeah. you can't go 3D who are you alright <laughs> I feel I, f- I feel we're done with, with logos now okay. because yeah. the, the other the other exciting thing myself. go for it the other exciting thing and Jack I'm sure you can tell us about this because I believe you're in depth involved with it was the other F1 championship uh, the F1 yeah. esports yeah which I believe you were the commentator for. Were yeah. You not? It was, uh, Tell it us was, about that. Uh, I, I literally completely missed it when they launched it, and I only saw it at the end in Abu Dhabi. It was very exciting. And I enjoyed it. I, well, I, my first commentating ever was on esports. So I used to sit at home in my pants and commentate on these people playing racing games. Much and that's like you how do it now. all started. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Saturday night. They don't, honestly, the looks uh, McNish gives me when I strip down to my pants ready for a commentary is uh, a little bit. A little bit uncomfortable, so but, uh, but back in the day, Murray yeah. Walker used to be naked. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Well, he was oh, with, James, really? H- he was with yeah. James Hunt, of course. So, yeah, they both used to be naked. Yeah, they were just <laughs> wanking the whole time. It was just a time to be alive. Well, the thing was, they only had one microphone to share between the two of them. So what yes. it was was when one had the microphone, the yeah, other I think, I think could, and then they'd swap. And if it was a really yeah. good bit, they'd wake each other off. <laughs> What's the future? I, I mean, you know um, what they say: to finish first, first you have to. What? <laughs> <laughs> so esports then <laughs> Not quite totally so. a different realm from the previous conversation but yeah uh, is this going to be is this going to be a thing going forward then seems to have gone down quite well the thing is I don't I sort of don't get it even though I used to race in esports and be a proper no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah like oh. super nerd super nerd and, I um, feel a Jack versus Terry race coming on <laughs> exactly. so, oh, I used to, so there we go and I used to commentate on it I still don't quite understand why you'd because you, I did it because I couldn't commentate on real F1. The guys drive it because they can't be real F1 drivers. If you're a spectator, you can watch the real racing cars. You so can, why do you want to watch the people pretending to be? And I love it, and I, commentated on it, and well, I, got paid I get it because, it because I watched I watched sort of I don't know 15 laps or however long the final was, and there was there was more excitement in that than well, the second half of the season. 
That's brilliant. Like, if what, you're just interested in racing, faint praise, isn't it? Well, maybe. It, I mean, it's a different thing. Mm. It's not motorsport, and everyone's saying, "Oh, is this what we're going to do instead of motorsport now?" Can you know go fuck themselves? Because it's not the same thing. But this was perfectly entertaining. If it helps, you know, take the F1 brand out there to a younger audience, which but God knows they need to do. Give it a bit of Mario Kart if you can. If you can shove drawing pins out the back and oil slicks why well, you why know not? the rules for 2021 no one's going to <laughs> no gonna get hurt if you suddenly go you know here's a whopping great banana going around the track here's <laughs> a turtle in your face yeah <laughs> there's, think- so, there's some theory that in America the NFL games Madden are the biggest thing to getting kids into American football is that they'll play the game first this is yeah, it. But and then the go and then go oh I, I'll watch the the American yeah, but football there's a, lot, there's a lot of college teams and a lot of brain damage which means there's a big turnover of people <laughs> in, well, in yeah. American football Formula 1 there's like 11 drivers you just sit there for 20 years you know the, you don't get much brain damage anymore do you no exactly and, and people don't retire is this going to be your state of F1 there's not enough brain damage there's not enough brain damage in Formula 1 that's my Christmas message this year <laughs> oh I just ruined is, it no no Sorry, this year it should be more brain da- no but I did do a state of F1 a long time ago about there should be a maximum tenure for Formula 1 drivers because they clog up the sport you've got all these kind of junior categories coming through and then you go oh well Massa and Button are driving those cars so I'm not going to get a chance there should be a maximum amount of but time. That's the teams being idiots. Because if they were still good, then fine, keep them. Yeah. But if they're not, we do. Exactly. There's plenty yeah. of people. But that is ageist. It's not ageist. Which is rich coming from you. Whoa. <laughs> well, before I there's remember a fist fight. before ageist was a word. <laughs> December. So there was no racing. So everyone talks about other stuff. Hamilton picked up his little trophy and he doesn't wear a black tie. Unbelievable. Why do they do that separately in a way that nobody watches? I don't know. Did anybody watch that? I saw a photo from it. I don't think you can watch it. No. Is it not even live streamed? No, I don't think so. Jesus Christ. It's like that kind of... It feels like it fits in the kind of Graham Hill era of like, well, now we're all alone without the ladies here. We can say what we like. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're in our private club in Mayfair. (laughs) Now it's like, come on. You don't get that, you know, Wimbledon, they, they bring out everyone and give them the trophy straight away. The FA Cup, they go out to the crowd and do the trophy. Formula One, they go, well, in December, <laughs> we'll do this have thing a in shindig and uh, you can't come. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was crap. Kubica and Williams, will they or won't they? Well, won't they? So there was the Wait test now. at the end of November and Kubica was mm, yeah. apparently not good enough to seal a place so who is going to get the place well at the time of recording nothing has been announced and it sounds like we're not going to know until January yeah what do you reckon if you had to put all your money I'd put my money on Sorokin Putin Sorokin (laughs) (laughs) well Putin has driven an F1 car has he yeah he was amazing probably topless on top of a horse yeah Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that really is a normal <laughs> reaction. It's just depre- the Williams thing is just depressing. Massa's come out and said that they're just chasing money next year. But they, but he's just retired. He's yeah. he's angry. But it's just the story. I mean, if there's a story there, that, has there ever been a story in Formula One like a Kubica comeback? I can't think of a single thing. The closest was Nicky Lauda yeah. when he all oh, had a bit of a burn and then he but came that, back. <laughs> a bit of a, a burn. bit of a but yeah, you know. The but last that rights. was like months. Later. That was in the you know that was like yeah. yeah. That, that, I mean, he came back and for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, far too early to be anywhere near. So, like almost unbelievably early. Now he came back. But the idea that Kubica when was he last race? It was 2010, 2010. I think yeah, seven years yeah. to come back. Let's face it, the Williams isn't going to win the championship next year. Mm. 
let him bloody race. The, he'll also be on everything. Fa- he'll be on the one show. He'll be on. <laughs> and when he's on know, that, he's made it. Yeah, he'll be on checkered flag. They will be. They <laughs> will have. Apex. That will be a story that will transmit through and away from Formula One into the real news. The thing is about this is that it sounds like Kubica wasn't quick enough in the test to make the obvious case that it should be back and he that Sorotkin was enough for Renault. exactly yeah. and that Sorotkin was apparently a bit quicker but I mean Sorotkin's been racing solidly for the past seven years whereas Kubica has done a bit of rallying and then that's about it and that went badly and, and I think I, I don't know They've got, mean, surely they've got enough money from Stroll. Like Stroll has, Stroll has all, all the, the money. money. Toro Rosso have proved you can go to Wecky Races and get Hartley, and that's good. Or there's a billion people in I don't know Formula E, wow, whatever. But there's good drivers. That, you know, get someone who's got some goodness. <laughs> Kubica, <laughs> fucking Kubica. Come on, that's a story. Everyone will be happy. Everyone will like it. Also, the big question: How do you pronounce his surname? Oh, don't look at me. I don't know. Okay. I mean, you should know. Kubica. <laughs> Kubica. 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 So, apparently, so... There's he the- says Kubica because he makes him faster. Exactly. So, there yeah. we go. You can say it wrong if you like, because I'm new to Formula 1. I don't, I, don't, I don't have enough authority to stop you. All right. Well, we, I mean, we're not going to know what happens until January, so maybe we'll talk about it in the next episode. All right. Has so anything right. else happened in December? What else happened in December? The Christmas. Fi- Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, really, to be honest. Uh, Leclerc has been confirmed for Sauber next year. Exciting. Sauber, Mazer- no, not Maserati, are they? Sauber Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo, Sauber Alfa, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo, Sauber, Ferrari. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is this ties in nicely with the big the big comeback of Fiat Chrysler, who also own Ferrari, and also own Alfa Romeo, and also own Maserati, all of whom are going to be in F1 next year. Which Sauber- will make for a handy But don't forget block. Ferrari are quitting. Oh, oh yeah. Don't, oh, forget, yeah. don't forget that little yeah, 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 bluff. Yeah. Which they're not. But they're going to have they're going to have Maserati sponsoring Haas. They're going to have Alfa Romeo sponsoring Sauber, and it's going to give them a lot of posturing. They're going to have Sergio Marchionne going, "We'll take our three teams and get out of here if you don't do what we say," which is give us all the money as you always have. So that's going to be fun in the grand soap opera oh, politics scheme of things. And yes, Leclerc's going to be there, which I'm actually quite excited about because he's been very good in F2, very mm. good. Yeah, and Ericsson's a good benchmark because, like, if you can't beat him then you're no good and I think that's what's happened to I think that's what's happened to Pascal to be brutally brutal. it, Pascal has not been good enough oh. he, he's just been trying to cruise through on his looks alone <laughs> all of which brings us to the final final standings with Terry Saunders which certainly hasn't changed since the last race but just in case <laughs> it may have done I'm here to check now it's Christmas everybody so I've decided if a Formula 1 driver was a Christmas film which Christmas film would they be? <laughs> so, world champion. He was trading places all year. It's Lewis Hamilton. Very good. Second place. My car is a lethal weapon. Not a Christmas film. Is a Christmas <laughs> film. Starts off with a fucking Christmas song, you cretin. And in third place is Valtteri Bottas with Home Alonely there in third place. <laughs> and in fourth place, Bad Santa was having a giant shit. That's Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> Fifth place, Home Alone 2, lost in Red Bull. That's Ricardo. He's not been doing that well. And sixth place, About a Boy, which yeah. is Verstappen, but apparently done. Christmassy. Don't know. It was on a yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Is, I it just Christmas? is that Christmas? I think really? so, yeah. I don't yeah, remember being Christmas there. at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Perez, the red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> and seventh, eighth place, I look like an elf. That's Ocon. Ninth place, Signs of Claus, the movie. That's Carlson. It's been a long year. Tenth place. Miracle on 34th attempt. That's Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> He'll get a podium next year. 
11th place, we've got Scrooge with Alistair Sim. That's Felipe Massa. And in 12th place, we've got Scrooge with Bill Murray. That's Lance Stroll. In 13th place, we got Grosjean. So I googled French Christmas films, and the first one that came up was actually called Un Conte de Noël. 14th place. <laughs> Santa's Sucky Sack. I made that one up. That's Kevin Magnuson. And in 15th place, The Nightmare Before Renault. You know, it's not gone well. Stoffer Ruffle, 16th. 17th place is Die Hard 2, Die Harder. That's Palmer. Um, 18th place, Naughty or Nice. He's getting it twice. I did look up. That is a real porn film. And that's Pascal Verline. And a Christmas porn film. It was a Christmas-themed porn film, yeah. And in 19th place, it's Home Alone 3. Without the main star, it's Daniel Kavir. <laughs> then for the constructors, I thought I'd go back and go, who was the Christmas number one of the year of each team's formation? Wow using current teams so you know not Renault in the 70s we're talking you know we're not talking Mercedes in the 20s yeah we're whatever. talking proper everything right so it's disappointingly x factor heavy so in first place Mercedes with when we collide by Matt Cardle they were Who? Matt Cardle. Never heard of him. Yeah, X Factor winner. Barcelona 2016, that's the gag there, isn't it? They collided, didn't they, you see? I don't know what's going what, on. Matt Let's Cardle? move on from that. Yeah, Matt, Matt Cardle, Cardle. That was... I, I knew we should never do oh, it. So the beat machine's getting a full workout. Second place is nothing, because Ferrari actually predate the British chart. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Third place, Shane Ward. That's my goal. That's Red Bull. Fourth place, <laughs> Hallelujah by Alexandra Burke. Oh, that's India. the shittest version. Oh, of here, here's a good one. Williams in fifth place with Mull of Kintyre. Yes. Oh, that's there we go. We're talking. It's worth Fantastic. it. Trust me, it's worth it every now and again. <laughs> Sixth place, Rockabye by Clean Bandit. No idea. Uh, seventh place, Diana Lewis. Don't care. Eighth place, also Rockabye by Clean Bandit. That's Haas and Renault in the same year. Ninth place, McLaren. When they first got into the chart, into the charts, the Formula One charts, <laughs> Ron Dennis' solo album. The number one was the Green Green Grass of Home oh, by Tom Jones. How's Christmas. that one going? Number, the, the Green Green, green, green Grass of Home. And as I was writing this, I was thinking this isn't worth doing. And then I discovered that <laughs> Sauber's Christmas number one was Mr. Blobby by Mr. <laughs> Blobby. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly everything is worth doing. <laughs> so it's time to get to know Jack a little better in a Christmas quiz that I am going to call Cracker Jack. So now before we started recording, I shared with Terry and Phil a series of questions that I'm about to ask Jack. And every time either Terry or Phil, maybe both of them, gets the same answer as Jack, they get a point. I think it's unlikely. <laughs> so question one, Jack, what's the best part of your job? All I have to do is go mad at the races. I don't have to, like, prepare anything. Do you know what I mean? Because what happens, happens. So you just yell, and that's great. So, Phil, what did you put? What did you think that Jack's favourite part of the job was? I said being part of F1 and not just a spectator. I said free food. (laughs) That is a massive, massive part of it. You can, like, and... What's the food like? Oh... (laughs) <laughs> well, there was actually big drama this year um, because Mercedes changed their caterer oh in their my hospitality, God. and it was really nice. Now, it's a no. It's not. It's not bad. It's just What's gone changed? more you know German. What it was. Renault do excellent <laughs> steaks. Okay, question two. What was the best overtake of the season? Uh, it would. I agree with all the people on the Formula One poll thing where it was Ricardo in Azerbaijan on on all, all, on everyone. 
Ricardo at Baco, three and one. Oh. I said Ricardo five of Bresks. I couldn't remember how many, but okay, I reckon so we all one. we all got it right. Got yeah. It. yeah. So I get, actually I get all of them right, don't I? I yeah, you get yeah, all of them right. Yeah. So yeah. you're fine. Right. Question three. Describe these people in one word. Chase Carey, Ross Braun, Bernie Eccleston. Tash. Chase Carey. Yeah, clever. Ross Braun, clever. Small. Mm, Bernie okay. Eccleston. Phil. I said moustache. <laughs> oh. oh. Knowledge. Ooh. Ooh. Kingpin. Uh. <laughs> it's a story of my career. I was thinking more I, political. I'm I, t- scared of what you <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go more kind of job safe and go, lovely, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, if you were an F1 driver next year, what team would you drive for? I would drive for... I think Renault. I really like Renault. Like genuinely, like I really like the yellow of the Renault. That's that's your that's your question. Like if I wanted to win, if if I wanted to win, then I'd be in a probably a Mercedes. But I don't want to. I like Renault, and they're a proper. I see why you and Palmer are friends. You don't want to win. No, exactly. exactly. (laughs) Just want a nice outfit. Just want a nice day out. What what did you say to that? I said Ferrari. Ferrari. I thought you were going to be a bit uh, funny and go for Spiker. But now you've met me, yep. you realise that ain't my bag. Not going to happen. I have misjudged you. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. What was your favourite tyre in the 2018 Pirelli range? I think it's the super hard. Phil? Just because we'll never see it. There's no point to it. That encapsulates Pirelli for me. What colour is it again? I can't remember what colour it actually Nobody is. Nobody cares. Okay, what, what did you say? Uh, let me just check what I said here. I said super hard. <laughs> no, you <laughs> <laughs> Terry? I always said super <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> Five, two. Wow. Okay, I can win this back. Okay. Oh, God, I've just seen the rest of my answers. I cannot win this back. <laughs> Question six. Who's your favourite driver? I think Daniel Ricciardo. Even though he came out with some questionable things about grid girls yesterday, which really wound me up, and so actually I'd probably change my answer now, but... Okay, so exactly the same. Until yesterday, he was like probably my Danny, favorite. Don't expect it from Danny Rick. Mm, oh, let's keep know. him, mate. I feel like well, yeah, he's maybe. always a little bit on the side I'm of a being a bit oh, laddie. Oh, oh, oh. I'm a a li- he's a little bit chubby brown. Wasn't there a thing where they said something about a mm. circuit bedding in? And he was like, "Oh, I got a mattress," and I was just, "Oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, so now it is Val's Kimmy. Kimmy Hulkenberg. Shit. Did anyone have Valtteri Kimmy Hulkenberg? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I think Hulkenberg. I really like Hulkenberg. Hulk yeah, even though he's sort of wandered into oblivion a li- yeah. Basically, after Happy Happy last year, he gave me a shot. So there we go. Easily bought. Whereas yeah. you've come to our podcast and we have given you water after nine o'clock <laughs> yes, because exactly. of some weird licensing exactly. law. Brilliant. Honestly, at Mr. Apex, we are hammered. <laughs> I said Fettel, so I got it wrong. Oh, really? No, that's quite. I don't know why I put that. I'm I looking at it now, going, "What were you thinking?" But I um, went for Ocon. I thought, Ocon "Oh shit!" Oh, come that's on! It's too late. It's too late. No, it's not too late. It's never too late to change your mind. It is. Oh, shit. Ocon's Isn't that a song? Question seven: What's been your most awkward interview? Uh, it was awkward for reasons afterwards. Last year, I interviewed Berg. Who? I interviewed the former champion last year and I spoke to him and he's so difficult to interview so difficult to interview but suddenly I cracked him 
And he was telling me all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I've written, I nailed this. Yeah, yeah, oh, great. So I finished, and it was like six o'clock at night or something. Went back home. I said, oh, I think I've got a really nice interview with Nico Rosberg. You know, he was so open, none of that closed, you know, stuff. Next morning, he announced his retirement. And it uh, turned out that's why he'd been so open because nothing he said mattered anymore. And it turned out there was no point playing my interview anymore because he just announced he's retired. So that was so not quite awkward, but just a little bit. And then all the Beeb were like, oh, uh, so Nico Rosberg's retired. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you interview him like 12 hours ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did he, what did he say? Oh, no, nothing. Even the most, the most journalistic that you wouldn't expect him just to No, because he came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was that, there was no way you were there going. So that's sort of the most awkward thing. But it doesn't really, I know it wasn't yeah, quite the answer, him. but it's... A of all drivers, I'm yeah. quite glad it's him. What, do you what did you say? I said Raikkonen. Um, I mean, to be fair, he is... It's not awkward. You just. It's just bad. You just, yeah, it's just you know it's going to be bad. You don't bother going. <laughs> Gen- genuinely, I promise you, we don't bother going to interview well, I've, because... I've, I've never interviewed him, but I've been to an, a media event where he's been there. And I've never seen a man look so bored. Yeah. It was him and Fisichella about, oh, I must have been about 10 years ago. Yeah. And Fisichella was the life and soul of the party. And, and Raikkonen <laughs> just looked like he wanted you to. You look back now at Hackett and he was hilarious. Yeah. Always oh, great. Terry? Have a guess. Did you say Rosberg? I said fucking Rosberg. No! Oh! So that is 5 3. Here we go. Still winning. Terry, you could, you could catch up. This is quite exciting. Question Ooh. 8 Are there any F1 people that you dread interviewing? Jensen was always quite difficult because really? he would yeah because Ooh. like so I did a book thing with him a couple, a month or so ago and he was amazing and he was great and you have to get past that but when you're trying to because you have to ask all the same old fucking stupid questions that you have to ask he's quite sarky and so you just go I know I'm going to ask him something and he'll do this sort of sarcastic funny answer you know oh what are your hopes for the weekend oh, to do as well as we can or something like that like thinking funny. he's funny and he is funny and you go ha 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 but then he goes on to RTL or the next person and you come back and you go and they go oh, what did you get and you go oh nothing so for that reason you sort of dreaded interview because you knew you wouldn't actually get anything you get like quite a funny conversation but it would never make the radio so there you go interesting I doubt either of you put that but Phil I'd reckon him um, I don't again you just don't dread it it's just is what it is I just said yes okay <laughs> question was are there any F1 people you dread interviewing <laughs> I said yes. Well, I, would say I mean, I suppose that's strictly that's speaking half true. A point. Yeah, I think that's a full point. Full oh. point. So that's four five. Oh, tense. Okay. Question nine. Which of the F1 circus is the best drinking partner? The thing is with F1, you don't really socialise that much to a hu- with it can, with it the can different be, it teams can be in and stuff. Theory. You know what I mean? Like, what? So who do you socialise with when you're out on Formula is One? Is Jenny Gao? Just Jenny Gao. But she was pregnant and like a little bit ill, so she didn't drink for like quite a while so she's and one of us who's always in the hire car who would I so she was ah, you might have this you know oh god <laughs> I was in Austin the first year I went which was 2016 I was at Pete's Piano Bar where everyone goes <gasps> I've been yeah. there I've, yeah, it's yeah. amazing and I was handed a shot of something I have no idea what by Pascal Verline and oh. I liked him for so that I will say oh. Pascal Verline Oh. Is that you what you, is that you, what you that, had, Terry? No, I went for... <laughs> I uh, thought you'd have him for every answer. I know. I went for my friend Keith. You won't know him. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Doesn't he intro the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the grid girls. Yeah, grid girl. Yeah, lovely girl. Um, I had uh, Raikkonen. Oh. Oh. Well, okay, in theory, yeah, probably. Question 10. Who is the most trustworthy person in F1? 
Jenny Gao because she's my actual friend and uh, her or Tom Clarkson Tom Clarkson is very trustworthy actually oh, but and neither of them <laughs> listen so uh, so what? I can say either what well, Jenny hates the C word like I'm not allowed to say the C word around Jenny oh. so we played the podcast once in Monza and she's like oh yeah they interviewed me in uh, at some hall or whatever it was very badly did it ever go to air I never heard <laughs> it's buried somewhere on the website <laughs> yeah, okay. because it was one of the worst interviews I've so ever I said done. oh well let's listen to it and then Obviously, Terry's on it. so it, And that was the Williams review one as well. And so I just had to turn it off and just be like... Sorry, Jenny. So, yeah. no, Sorry, she we really like Jenny. She was lovely to us. No, she is lovely. And we she's the most really... trustworthy person in Formula One. Wow. Fair enough. What did you say, Phil? Raikkonen. <laughs> Terry? I said Bottas. I just figured he... Oh, do you know what? Bottas. I yeah. yeah. I could tell him I killed someone. I reckon he'd be like, he's a secret saver of me. Yeah. Hey, what's the score? What's the score? Five four. Five all. <laughs> oh, shit, it's all to play for. Okay, go on. What's your favourite race of all time? Like the actual of Grand Prix, all... like actual race race. Well, yeah. not yeah, like circuit or like. No, 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 no. Race, yeah. I think the fave. Uh, uh, Spa ninety eight. Spa ninety eight. Why? Because he was eight years old. Twelve. I was eight years old. We were actually listening on the radio down in uh, Cornwall and it sounded nuts and then I got home and I watched the whole race I've still got a copy of it at home because I sometimes I just watch it because it's just but has he got uh, memories for you who you watch it with uh, I listened to it with my dad and all the cars crashed at the first corner and then they restarted and Damon Hill won for William I was obviously a big Damon Hill yeah. fan I realised you'd have been a Jim Clark fan but you know Damon <laughs> was mine growing up and uh, first win for Jordan Jordan were my favourite team so yeah that was that's the reason why so how do you feel after it when you watch it now, do you, do, you, do you get emotions from it? Um, I think I do a little bit. I think okay. I think especially from the Coulthard and Schumacher crash yeah. coming down to Puon. Does it make? Oh it- God! <laughs> That's the line from Murray. Oh right. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 thought you just realised what you'd done in appearing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My career. <laughs> Phil, what did you think Jack could say to that? I thought he was going to say Dijon 1979. No, because that really he winds wasn't me born. up. Because I, I think it's reckless. Reckless. That's, that's good. Banging wheels. Yeah, it's great. No, it's not on. Oh. They both drove unacceptably. You bloody millennials. I know. That was a time where you could literally die. Yeah. And they drove like dickheads. They both drove like dickheads. No, t- yeah. trust me. No, no, I don't nothing, trust you. No, nothing, I don't trust you either. No, you wouldn't be in that who's the most right, trusted I person. I'll tell you who I killed. But yeah. There's um, nothing bad was going to happen to Villeneuve. Oh, yeah, never. So, Terry, uh, I forgot to mention it was double points for this one. What did you put? I wrote the answer to what's your favourite race of all time. I just wrote something emotional, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, so that's why you were trying to get the emotion so out I of think, That's uh, probably one point. What? Maybe that's point. What? I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah, taking yeah. sides the, I think it was the most emotional race of my life, actually. Bingo. I, <laughs> what? So that's a draw. Five all. Shush. After those 11 questions, it turns out Jack is the winner. Well done, Jesus, Jack. it's half past ten. <laughs> And because it's Christmas, we have now got Terry's Christmas message. Ho, ho, ho. How dare you? My husband and I say it's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. Uh, Liberty have had their fingers around the throat of F1 for over a year. And where are we? 
Well, the teams were at loggerheads over money, tickets are still expensive, and overtaken has gotten worse. But still, there are reasons to be cheerful. Next year looks close. McLaren will only have a slightly shit engine, and it's a long-term project to unpick gears of Bernie deals. But what do we glean at this time of festive year? Well, just over a year ago, I gave Liberty Media an 11-point plan of what they should do, and it turns out... I'm quite the prophet. So, my 11 points were, number one, disconnect from Sky, make Formula 1 its own online entity. They're doing it, eventually, kind of. You know, they're still contracts, whatever. Boring. <laughs> number two, have a monthly subscription f- and make, or make it free with ad support. Same thing. That's the same as point one, really. Don't know, look back at it. You know, have you got 11 of these yeah. same points? Three, Sky. <laughs> three, have an app for full live timings, replays and angles. But what I'm basically saying is make that Formula 1 app less shit. And I've noticed there was an update on the app store the other day. They've changed the logo. You also get commentary on it. Do you now? Yeah, just Who from? Oh. I think they take the BBCs. They just take Murray Walker's old stuff and hope no one notices. <laughs> Four, access to all archive races. They're getting there slowly. Come on. Five, cheap or free F1 tickets. Okay, I admit, that was a long shot. Okay, that's not going to happen. Six, fan boost. That was a joke. Uh, <laughs> seventh, integration with the F1 game. What, there's eSports now? That didn't even exist last year when I said True. it. And now, suddenly, I say something and eSports is a thing. <laughs> Eight, fold in support races. Now, I said, you know, what I meant by that was make Formula 2 cars racing at the same time. But they've changed GP2 to Formula 2, which is... It's a step. Same thing. It's me. Thanks. Nine. Formula E. Don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> ten. Tie in with the Indy 500 or Le Mans. I didn't... That wasn't specifically for Alonso, but he's doing a fucking good job of <laughs> listening to me. And eleven. Make all the drivers live in a big house together like Big Brother. That, <laughs> still to come. So, I'd say out of those eleven, seven of those they've listened to, big house thing coming. You know, I think... Pretty much, I am the sage. So that is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We've not had time to talk about Grid Girls, something I know that none of us here have any interest in whatsoever, and we could probably fill an entirely different podcast about. But uh, I think they're going to look at empowering, and something's going to happen, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. And goodbye to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about Carmen Jorda being appointed the chief of women racing who came out and said I think what women should have is their own championship so they don't have to fuss about with men everyone Just, said hey that's a brilliant idea Carmen welcome to the fold and it's goodbye to Jack Nichols we haven't had time to talk about Formula E um. we have had time we just chose not to <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back at some point to talk about what is going to happen in the future. But in the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. Terry, where can you get all of the merchandise that you dream of? ASOS. <laughs> but stuff that has our names on it. For1sake.com slash ASOS. <laughs> I will set that up tonight. Can I use the URL? Yeah. ff1s.com slash Jack. I had to change that page because currently it's, <laughs> it's a Pascal Dirty Dirty entirely different. I've been Chica Raz. Thanks for listening. See you in 2018. Yay! Bye. Happy New Year. Sports Social Podcast Network.